Welcome to Conversations with Marlon Bolton, the podcast. On Conversations, we exchange thoughts and ideas with people from different experiences and backgrounds, which help shape a better quality of life for our residents. These conversations bring fresh perspectives that foster our city's growth and resilience. Our conversation starts right now. Welcome to another podcast. My name is Marlon Bolton, the District 1 City Commissioner for the City of Tamarack. And I'm joined today by a very beautiful, very educated queen. Her name is Juanita Enoguero, and she is awesome. Welcome to my chair. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate all the kind words. Awesome, awesome. (laughs) Uh, Juanita, tell me a little bit more about yourself. You are a registered dietitian nutritionist. Yes. You went to school. You are educated. Mm-hmm. You have a master's of science degree. So I went to the University of Florida and received a bachelor's in health science education. I think the 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 goal was always to become a doctor. Um, but there there became a time where it just felt like when I was looking at medicine, it didn't really solve the problems that a lot of people have. Mm -hmm. And I felt that it didn't really address nutrition, which was a huge foundation for a healthy lifestyle. Um, So I thought about it and I decided to uh, get my master's degree in dietetics and nutrition. Mm -hmm. So, and I thought that that would be the solution and that that would teach me everything I need to know. Um, But I remembered that I was at a, a health event and someone came up to me and they said, you know, what can I do for constipation? Like, I, I'm constipated now. And, you know, the what I was taught was, well, eat more fiber, change your diet, here are some foods that you can take. But she had a current issue. Um, and she also said, I've tried all those things and it didn't work. So I realized that there was a gap, that something was missing um, in relation to helping people. So I've, I did more research. I looked into... Um, alternatives, and I found supplements and herbs and spices that were changing people's lives. Mm -hmm. And that kind of brought it all together and led me to combining nutrition education with also um, teaching people about how supplements can benefit them. That's awesome. I know that this podcast is going to be great. (laughs) Uh, But before we dive in, uh, tell us something fun about you. We always like to start with something fun. What do you know about yourself that people don't know about you? Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say that I'm hilarious. I'm hilarious, but people know that. So uh, something a little different would be that I really do like mixing things. So I mix my teas. I think one tea bag is boring. Really? Nice. That's not boring. One tea bag is boring. I think if you mix Mm -hmm. them, you got to add it up. This is true. You know, I'll talk about it a little bit later, but I'm very huge on variety. Mm -hmm. And and the more things you can put together, the more synergy you have and the, the more... Uh, benefits you get in the end. Uh-huh. And, I, and I like the flavor change, too. Yeah. My, <laughs> my favorite tea is, uh, let me see, fever grass mixed okay. with echinacea, okay. mixed with eucalyptus, mixed with a little peppermint. Okay. And so when I drink it, my stomach goes, oh, 
<laughs> that peppermint and that eucalyptus yep. is warming the body, yep. Yep. opening up the vessels, allowing blood to flow. That mm-hmm. sounds like a good combination. It, it is a good combination. It yeah. smells good too. Yeah, <laughs> I do love lemongrass. Mm-hmm. I nice. um I recently came back from Costa Rica and I did like a little hike in the in the woods. I uh-huh. made that man just pull up a whole bunch of lemongrass for me, oh even gosh. on vacation. Yeah, that's how big I am on it. Um, lemongrass and ginger. I'll boil some ginger root and some lemongrass and then add some tea bags to it. Delicious. Nice. Yeah, nice. so you get the immune benefits, you get the lowering inflammation. Mm-hmm. So, and it's tasty. That's good. That's good. Well, this podcast is all about food. So we can talk about teas and food all night <laughs> yeah, long. Yeah. And I, I'm so excited to talk to you. And I'm sure the residents of Tamarack are excited to hear you as well. And I'll ask you questions that are selfish, but I'm sure uh, they want to hear the questions that I have for you because they're going through the same thing. Yeah. Uh, Juanita, my belly's getting big. I don't know how. To get it down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And everything I eat seems like it makes it bigger. Okay. And I don't know what to do. What are some foods that I can start eating yeah. that can really help me not just lose weight, but to lead a healthy life? Give me some tips. So that's a good question. And I think with when with that certain concern, what you're looking at is an issue of, well, one, are you digesting your food properly? Mm-hmm. Um, is it possible that because food is not being broken down completely, the gut um, probiotics or bacteria are breaking it down and releasing gas, causing you to swell? Mm-hmm. So the thing you want to do is maybe sometimes you might have to take a digestive enzyme with the food or you want to increase your water intake with what with whatever you're eating to help mm-hmm. to break down and process the food. Right. I know some people feel like, do I drink water before? Do I drink water after? There's really no proven study on that. So right. what you want to do is do what's best for your biochemistry. Try drinking water um, afterwards, after yeah. eating and seeing if that helps or try drinking water during and seeing if that helps. Um, as far as food is concerned, you can try fiber-rich foods like beans and nuts and seeds. Um, but more than likely, you also want to add, and this is like a little trick, uh, papaya. Really? Um, because papaya contains something called papain, which helps, it's a digestive enzyme. Mm-hmm. So you can either take a digestive enzyme supplement or or eat the papaya and get some of that um, assistance in breaking down your food. The more you break down, the less likely you are to have that gas and bloating. Nice. So that's immediate stuff that can help. Right. Um, even little tricks like drinking warm water with lemon. I love apple cider vinegar. Mm-hmm. It's not for everybody. I do too. Okay. <laughs> now, you're my new best friend because in my fridge right now, I have the mother uh, apple the flags, cider. Yeah. Organic vinegar. That's right. Uh, apple cider Unfiltered. Vinegar. Uh, Some people cannot stand it, but yeah. you, first of all, what's very important is make sure you dilute it. Yeah. Um, even if it's you know about a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar mm-hmm. to eight to twelve ounces of water. <laughs> I love yeah. warm water. Uh-huh. It's just such a nice soothing taste to me. Right. Some people detest it. They yeah. <laughs> I add a little lemon. I put my apple cider vinegar. Yeah. A little warm water, and, and I drink that after every meal. And I notice that I'm 
slimming down too. And right. I feel better. It, because apple cider vinegar helps with digestion. Mm-hmm. It also helps with uh, balancing your pH. And it gives you that an, an additional benefit of uh, managing your metabolism. So that's why you get that little... Um, weight support. I won't, yeah. say, I won't promise weight loss, but right. I think it's very important if you're trying to maintain a healthy weight. That's amazing. That's amazing. You have a plate that you recommend. And I was looking at it. I was like mesmerized by it. Tell me about the plate. So there are various plate methods that can be used to make sure you're on the right track to consuming a healthy uh, eating plan. So there are various ones. The USDA has a plate, which includes things like dairy. Um, the proportions are a little bit different, but the the top suggested plate by me is actually the diabetic plate. Okay. And I know I'll hear from people, oh, well, I'm not diabetic and my sugar is just fine. Yeah. And I tell them, even for people who do not have diabetes, I think it's important to be carb sensitive or carb aware. Mm-hmm. Okay. So with the diabetic plate, you have half of your plate that has non-starchy vegetables, okay. right? So you can have some some of your non-starchy vegetables would be things like asparagus, mm-hmm. um, artichoke, obviously lettuce leaves and things like that. You yeah. can mix it up on ha- that half of the plate. Okay. Um, the other half of the plate, you're going to divide into two. One part is going to be your um, grains, or starchy vegetables, and the other half of the plate is going to be your protein. Uh So what I tell people is that no matter what diet you're on or whatever health plan you're you're choosing, if you you at least make sure that each of your meals, half of it is vegetables, the other half is quality grains or starchy vegetables, and the other half is lean protein, you're on the right track. Um, The other thing I like about the diabetic plate is that they don't have fruit with the plate. Mm. So you have your fruit as like a snack on the side. Um, I always suggest in in order to maintain, you don't want to have too many spikes in your sugar. So when you eat like a piece of candy, you're going to have a sharp sugar spike in the blood, which is damaging to your blood vessels. Uh And that is actually what kind of leads to that that trifecta of diabetes and heart disease and mm-hmm. high blood pressure. Your vessels weaken, things aren't flowing properly, and it kind of, everything kind of backs up. Right. So you want to make sure to um, manage those spikes. And eating something that is sugar-rich, like a piece of fruit with protein, helps to stabilize the absorption of glucose into the blood really? or sugar into the blood. Yes. So okay. what I suggest, if you're going to have you know, apples, have apples and almonds. Um, peaches and pistachios. Now I'm just rhyming, but you get the point. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, something like that yogurt and, um, yogurt would be your protein. You could have that with your fruit and that's going to help make sure that you're not having these sharp spikes in your blood sugar. Right. And that's definitely going to help with insulin sensitivity and diabetes and things of that nature. Um, and then I, I can always go into, you know, how to select the right foods as well. If yes, you want. yes, okay. please. Yes. So I have three principles that I tell people because I'm always being asked about which diet is the best diet. Mm-hmm. And I, I really don't like going by diets because they're fads. Yeah. Um, I noticed that, you know, the fad in the 60s or the 80s was eat carbs, exercise, right? Yeah. Now everyone has diabetes. The mm. next fad was, oh, don't eat fat, no fat, low fat. And instead of them telling people that there are quality fats that you need, people are not eating enough healthy fat. And mm. now you're seeing a lot of neurological issues. Mm. So I don't like going with fats. So I'm always going to say a balanced diet is best. 
Um, So with these three principles, kind of keep that in mind. But the first principle is variety. Variety. I'm writing this down. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So the reason why variety is important is because there's no one meal that's going to give you everything that you need. No one. And we're also different biochemically that we have these different needs. So you want to make sure to choose a variety of different foods that are going to give your body, it's going to give your body a, a better way of getting more nutrients to help it okay. heal. Um, the other thing is actually if you eat the same thing over and over and over again, you can develop food sensitivities. And it's a little different from an allergy because an allergy you see right away. You get hives or, you know, you swell up. You see an immediate reaction. But with food sensitivities, it's very slow going. It is like slowly chipping away at your gut health, break with the inflammation. And so it could be that one day you eat almonds and all of a sudden you get sick. And it's not really all of a sudden. It's been happening. Um, So at least eating a variety of different things reduces that from happening. That's good. Um, My second principle is moderation. It is one that is so hard for me. <laughs> I, I feel it challenging mm-hmm. to finish a plate. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, it's also part of my rearing. But I, um, you know, there's no way around it. I tried to find research to kind of get around it. There's no way. Mm-hmm. You want to give your body enough in one sitting that it can break it down, absorb it. So you're not having things that are floating around in the system. And then also another point with moderation, I, I mentioned earlier, sugar spikes. Right. If you're eating so much that everything is flooding into your system and it starts to back up. um, One thing that happens with sugar, especially, is that it can attack your proteins. Mm -hmm. And when you attack a protein, you make it dysfunctional. You are going to end up uh, backing up the system or creating more damage to your tissues and your cells. Uh, A perfect example is something called uh, hemoglobin Mm -hmm. or hemoglobin A1C. So hemoglobin, when there's too much sugar in the body, in the blood vessels, and it attacks hemoglobin, it's the protein that carries um, oxygen to your cells, it becomes uh, glycated, or what they call an advanced glycation end product, and now it's dysfunctional. So Mm -hmm. when you go to the doctor, what do they measure to see how you're maintaining your glucose levels? Hemoglobin A1C. And that is a measure of how many proteins have been glycated. And you know, the more, the higher that number, the more at risk you are for diabetes. Right. That's why moderation is so important. Mm-hmm. The last one is choosing quality nutrients. And by that, I mean new, foods that are nutrient dense and not energy dense. Energy dense is going to have a lot of fat, a lot of calories, things that are not really going to help your body heal. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, nutrient dense, you have vitamins, you have minerals, you have water, the phytochemicals that really help your body to process uh, glucose, lower inflammation, promote a healthy blood pressure. All of those nutrients are found in your vegetables, your fruits, and some quality grains and proteins. Right. right. You mentioned water. How much water should one drink? I keep hearing four bottles, six bottles, eight bottles. I don't know how many bottles. <laughs> First, I like to start with, well, how much water are you drinking now? Because if you look at a 16-fluid-ounce bottle, that's a standard bottle, Mm -hmm. you want four of those a day. That's 64 fluid ounces. So if I'm trying to, if for someone who's like, I drink a cup of water a day, Mm -hmm. I'm going to start you slow. We're going to say, have a bottle when you wake up. Make sure you have two in the middle of the day and then one before night. How about the water and the soda? 
How about the water and the soda? How about the water in the soda? Does that count? Oh, no. <laughs> Especially if it has caffeine. Okay. We don't we don't want to account that. And in fact, if you are going to have soda, you still want to have an additional 64 fluid ounces of water. I'm only going to give you teas. Non-caffeinated tea. That's okay. the only thing that counts. Or, and, and this is actually something that helped me when I was trying to kick the juice because I was addicted on the juice, I would dilute the juice with water. Yeah. So like maybe four ounces of juice and four ounces of water, and eventually I was able to reduce the amount of juice. Yes. Or if you just need a kick, then I like doing a seltzer water mixed mm. with a juice. So maybe three ounces of juice and the rest seltzer water. It gives you that kick. You still get a little bit sugar, but it's not as much sugar rushing into your blood. More water, mm -hmm. diluted. It's amazing. And the more, the better, especially uh -huh. if you're trying to lose weight. Yeah. Um, I know that people go up to at least three liters of water, so sometimes even more. Mm -hmm. But I would say anywhere from 64 fluid ounces to three liters of water is ideal. Right. And that higher amount of water is really going to help with weight loss. That's good. That's good. A lot of people say ginger ale is not soda. Is it soda? It's so soda. Oh, gosh. It is so soda. And the way you're going to know is about the amount of sugar. I cannot remember off the top of my head. I still feel like ginger ale is not as bad as some, mm -hmm. um, but it's still going to be around 30-something grams of sugar a can, which is still high. Right. I know we're on the topic of sugar, so let's talk about diabetes. There is type 2 diabetes. There's a lot of stuff that we can get from eating all the wrong stuff. Tell me about type 2 diabetes. I know that's a cause of concern for a lot of residents. If you're diabetic, how can you stay away from diabetes? I, so the the main one you're talking about is type 2 diabetes because type 1 diabetes, which is juvenile diabetes, is, is genetic. Okay. Um, type 2 diabetes is something that can be um, controlled through your diet. Um, and usually what happens that, is that over time, people are either consuming too much sugar and it's it, the body is not able to process it um, and get it into the cells. Or the other problem might be, which not a lot of doctors address, is insulin insensitivity. Yeah. So insulin is a hormone that tells cells to open up and allow glucose in to the cells, which is then used for energy and, and um, fueling the cells. A lot of people feel like, oh, well, you just don't need glucose. You, you do. You do. <laughs> your, okay. your cells need it to, to function, to make energy, to work properly. The key is, again, moderation and not overwhelming the body so that it can't process it. Now, if someone is always consistently consuming too much sugar, um, eventually your body will no longer, or if you're insulin sensitive, your body is no longer getting that signal from insulin to open the door and let glucose in out of the blood. Mm -hmm. Now, when that happens, your insulin levels can go up, right? Because the cells still don't have enough sugar. Your body's like, all right, well, let's get some more insulin out there so it could tell the cells to do more. That number goes up and you still have glucose in the, in the blood. Mm -hmm. That's now attacking proteins, attacking blood vessels. Mm -hmm. Your blood vessels get weaker. That's going to affect your circulation. Um, you know, your hemoglobin is being attacked, for instance. So now your cells aren't getting enough oxygen as well to focus properly. So say, for instance, this is your it's a vessel leading to your heart. Now, the heart is not getting enough oxygen to function properly. It's weakening, but it's also trying to get blood throughout the, the body. 
and, and, and all of that, that excess work with narrow vessels and damaged vessels is going to lead to a heart attack or mm. high blood pressure um, and things like that, which all also kind of lead to kidney disease. So what you want to do is kind of twofold. You want the vegetables and the fruits in your um, your diet because they all come with these phytochemicals that help to promote insulin sensitivity, make sure that your, your cells recognize the call from insulin to open up. Um, they also have nutrients that can help the body reduce the amount of sugar that comes into the system. Uh, another little tip was eating your, your carbohydrate-rich stuff with protein to help moderate the amount that's being absorbed into body. Uh, the kind of carbs you want to focus on, I didn't talk about the quality carbs, but you want the ones that are rich in fiber. That fiber is going to help with cholesterol. And that, and, and, you know, I think there's some confusion sometimes on if cholesterol is good or bad, right? Because we call it healthy cholesterol right. and bad cholesterol. <laughs> so really that's, it was an educational tactic that really doesn't, tell you enough about it. So alone, cholesterol is not good or bad. You need cholesterol to make your hormones. Um, testosterone, estradiol, progesterone, pregnenolone, they all come from cholesterol. Mm -hmm. Cholesterol is used to protect your cell membranes, right? And that's going to keep things out of places where they shouldn't be in the body. So the thing with cholesterol is you want to manage your inflammation. Eating these healthy foods, your, your fruits, your vegetables, your grains, um, like wild rice, buckwheat, they all contain those nutrients that are going to help also lower inflammation. Mm -hmm. Lower inflammation means that your cells are not as damaged. Um, people don't realize that inflammation also spurs plaque buildup and atherosclerosis. So if you reduce inflammation, you lower the amount of um, attack to those tissues. If you're also eating healthy foods like fish, fish gives you omega-3 fatty acids. And those omega-3 fatty acids are going to help balance inflammation in the body, lower inflammation, um, support liver function. Uh, what a lot of people don't do enough is support their liver, especially, I mean, if you're trying to lose weight, yes. Right. But the liver is important for everything, getting rid of infections, detoxifying. Mm -hmm. um, I remember my sister actually just sent an article saying how kale has heavy metals in it. You know, kale has been on the top healthy, healthy list, <laughs> you know. So to hear something like that is, again, why I tell people you need to support your liver. If you're supporting detoxification, then it's less likely of a concern that you're building those heavy metals up in the body. It, they're still hard to remove, but there are ways and things that you can do to help uh, remove them from the body. Right. I'm blessed with a, a beautiful wife that loves to just eat healthy and I'll, I'll tell you a little secret. I don't like vegetables. I really don't like vegetables. But what my wife does, does she is trick you? she tricks me. Yes. She blends those vegetables. She gives me she gives me <laughs> the vegetable juices. Yes. Uh, she'll season the vegetables and put these spices on there. She did today some Asian infusion sauce on lettuce with chicken and it it's tasted fun. so good it's fun you don't even realize what you're doing i'm like vegetables taste as good <laughs> that is what i think i was so angry about when i right. got older and i realized that a lot of the places when you eat out mm -hmm. how the vegetables are so nasty yeah and i was like you telling me it doesn't have to be this way yeah you could just add some spices but you know um in in your dietetic career you at some point have to do an internship in the cafeteria mm -hmm. 
in the um, hospital cafeteria. So I do understand that between people being so picky and right. sensitivities, it's very hard to season food as you would like to. Right. Um, but it's still not right. And so I try to encourage people on your own, at least, right. to use those herbs and to, and to season them. Um, the only thing with seasoning that you want to be careful of is sodium. Okay. Um, I, I recently started a diet which was very um, restricted on seasonings, and I wanted to know why. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, as much as I know about reading labels... I didn't. I still didn't realize what had sodium and one didn't. Oh I had gosh. taken out some seasonings, and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be good. This is gonna be good." The ones that I thought were sodium free were not. Mm. The ones that I thought had sodium in it did not. So um, I know. I for one, I compared like Old Bay, and um, the Creole seasoning. Mm -hmm. You know, so Old Bay has like 140 milligrams of sodium in half a teaspoon, mm. and I, the way the ancestors have me poor. It is more than half a teaspoon. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then the Creole seasoning, which I, I couldn't even get that one. It had, I think, 340 milligrams of soda in half a teaspoon. Wow. So if you're doing four teaspoons, that's about 1,400 milligrams of sodium. No. And they, the dietary guidelines suggest about 2,300 milligrams of sodium a day. So, I mean, if you're also not drinking enough water, you're seeing how this is going to throw off your electrolyte balance and things like that and, and, and leading to high blood pressure. Right. So, so here's a fun question. Walk me through your kitchen. My kitchen? Visualize. Yes, Miss Juanita. <laughs> walk, visualize your cupboard. Mm -hmm. Visualize your fridge. Mm -hmm. Visualize your kitchen counter. Tell me what's there so I can make my kitchen like yours. <laughs> okay. Well, it's a lot of bell peppers. Oh. Um, a lot of onions, um, scallions. Uh, garlic, maybe? Tons of garlic. <laughs> tons of garlic. Okay, okay, tons of garlic. I am a vampire's nightmare. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, ginger. Okay. Um, as well, some cinnamon is on the counter. Um, what else turmeric? is in there? Turmeric root is is turmeric root is in the fridge. That my spice cabinet is completely whole different thing, and my supplement cabinet. Um, butternut squash mm -hmm. is in there. I actually made this like butternut squash medley for Thanksgiving. Sugar free popsicles. Mm -hmm. No, no, I should say no added sugar. No added sugar. No added sugar. Still some sugar, but it's like maybe. Five grams versus maybe 34 in another popsicle. You'd be surprised. Um, but I need my little sweet. I have a, I have a sweet tooth. So yeah. um, apple cider vinegar, as we talked about before. <laughs> tons of teas. <laughs> Pomegranate, lemon. It's just lemongrass. Tons of teas. Um, and it, it really just depends on the week. You know, some chicken. I alternate. Sometimes I'll do chicken this week or shrimp this week. In which case, you know, then you'll have like more limes and lemons to, I like to brine the chicken now. Right. And, and lime is also, lime and lemon is good to cook with because they reduce the amount of advanced glycation end products um, mm. or ages in the foods. And remember, those those are what can cause inflammation. And advanced and, glycation. End products. Okay. You got to explain, you got to explain that. <laughs> <laughs> so glycation, simply put, is a process where the, the the best example I can give you is when you toast bread and it turns brown, okay. that's glycation. Okay. Um, or when you cut open an apple and it starts to turn brown, 
Oh. It's it's changing chemicals, right? Um, and so the problem with glycation is that those advanced um, end products are now dysfunctional proteins. Mm-hmm. They can you can also have it in lipids, but I'm, I'm not going to go down that road. But right. when, whenever sugar attacks a, a molecule, it, it now makes it dysfunctional, and now it's just kind of uh, going around the body attacking things. So I didn't even bring this up with diabetes, but people are so focused on sugar. A little less focus on insulin, which, you know, if you are concerned, you should talk to your doctor about measuring your insulin levels, um, but also glycation. Wow. And I think that's one I, I fight with my, not fight, but I struggle to tell my parents about because they're so focused on glucose and things like that. You know, I, I want to tell them I need to stop frying the food, too. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you, you don't realize that that burning causes more toxins. Wow. Or which are the advanced wow. glycation end products. Wow. Well, we have run out of time, I see, Uh, but eat more fiber, eat more fiber. Eat more fiber, drink more water. Drink more water. More vegetables, even if you have to trick yourself with some seasonings Mm -hmm. and more fruits. Potassium? Um, There's a lot of nutrients that are going to be important, but potassium, um, CoQ10 is another important supplement to help with uh, cell function that I suggest that people take. Curcumin to uh, turmeric like you're saying, and ginger to help with lowering inflammation. Um, and yeah, just making sure that you drink that that range of water, lower your amount of sodium, and also stress. Really mm-hmm. try to modify your stress during the holiday season because stress is actually uh, inflammatory as well. Mm-hmm. You don't realize it. You're just upset in the moment, but really your body is breaking down or cortisol levels are going up, insulin levels are going up. When insulin is high... Those are things that can lead to fat storage. So if you're trying to lose weight, that's just going to counteract that. What about magnesium? So magnesium and D3. Vitamin D3 might be also as crucial. With D3, that's going to give you immune support, skin support, brain support, kidney, liver. D3 is very vital to the body. Mm -hmm. Um, But magnesium is, is as well. It's used in so many processes. And how about probiotics? probiotics are so important because it, it helps with the gut. And by and what a lot of people don't realize is that gut health um, impacts your immune health. Mm. So when you're eating a lot of bad foods that are not healthy for the gut, so here's the other trick, right? The bad foods, the sugar, they feed the bad bacteria. They love that stuff. So it tastes good to your mouth, and it's like kind of a trick, right? And they're in there like scheming to get that sugar and also destroy your gut. The healthy, the healthy gut bacteria, the probiotics that you get from yogurts or a good supplement are going to help rebuild your gut, protect the tissues, protect the, the lining of the cells, and it also manufactures, um, produces gases that also protect the gut as well. So that's why probiotics are so important. Wow. I enjoy the session. Good. Yay. Uh, that's amazing. <laughs> we should have you back. Okay. I'm ready. All right. All right. Well... This is great information on conversations, and I'm so grateful to have had the wonderful dietitian with us today. And she is also not just a registered dietitian, but a nutritionist, Miss Juanita Inogero. Juanita, how can people find you? The best thing to do right now would be to email nutrition help at rds-can.com. So that's N-U-T-R-I-T-I-O-N help at rds-can.com. 
awesome. Nutrition help at rds hyphen can mm-hmm. dot com. And so your website is rds hyphen can dot com. Yes. And if you go to the website right now, it's, it's still um, being built, but you can submit any inquiry through the website www.rds hyphen can.com rds can awesome rds can i appreciate that thank you so very much for being here today it is my pleasure and we'll have you again for sure i cannot wait thank (laughs) you again for having me absolutely my name is marlon bolton for conversations your district one city commissioner in tamarack talk to you soon Thanks for tuning in to Conversations with Marlon Bolton, brought to you by the City of Tamrak, Office of Commissioner Marlon Bolton.